0: Fast Forward Productions, the women are speaking. It's not even about how you're perceived by others. It's like, I am who I am now. I've peaked, I am who I am, I think. Although when I'm 45, I might look back and be like, You didn't know anything. Well, I think that's the beauty of life and of aging is you don't know what's coming.
1: I think what you feel is probably what I feel, which is like finally feeling in a very like authentic place in your life. And so it feels like from that place, you can be your best self, do your best work, like full expression. Hey, everyone, it's Meredith. And you are listening to the Afternoon Snack Podcast. And wow, what a ridiculous few weeks we have had. We honestly just needed a bit of a mental break. So we used this episode to take that and unpack (laughs) figuratively and I guess literally some of what we've been up to in the past few weeks. Is there a topic? Not really. Will you laugh? We hope so, because we sure did in between also swearing and maybe crying a few times. But anyways, that's life. If you've had a busy few weeks and need to take a mental break too, this is the episode for you. And we hope you like it.
0: Hey, Meredith. Hey, Alex. Welcome back to the show.
1: I am so curious as to where this one's going to go because you told me you had the outline for it and
0: you haven't shared what that is. I do. I, but I did tell you it's not going to be nutrition or fitness related. So? So we're going to start out by filling people in on our new family member. Okay. Right. We have a new cat. Her name is Mel. Her name is technically Caramelka. Caramelka Pavlova.
1: Pavlova. Actually, Caramelka is her pet name. Her name before was... Paklova Dubravushka. That's what's on her papers. Oh, wow. So Karamelka is just, that's what they called her, as her pet name. And so
0: we have shortened that to Mel. Mel. We're sticking with the three-letter pet names.
1: It was Mel or Anna, but... Or Yuri. Yuri. She's not a Yuri, She could though. also be Ike. Is Ike a girl name? I guess it doesn't matter.
0: Don't gender names, Meredith. I'm so Meredith. sorry. How like, dare you? That came
1: out of my mouth, and I was like, who am I? <laughs> who am I? Anyways,
0: I'll forgive you.
1: Anna was gonna be short for Anastasia, but that's your ex.
0: Yeah, I did date someone named Anastasia. Which I like, was very way, nice. It would have been fine. That's not like a hot She didn't go by Anna. She went man. by Anastasia.
1: I would if is my it, name was a Anastasia, hot name? I would also go by Anastasia. <laughs> it's a great name. I mean, I think Alexandra is also kind of a hot name, but should yeah, I go
0: by Alexandra? No. Okay. You're more of an Alex. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, we we got a new cat. The backstory behind the cat for anyone who's interested. Is I'm always open to having new animals in the house. Very much like an animal person, specifically a cat person. So I've been kind of like toying with the idea of getting a new cat, specifically a kitten, which we had looked into a specific breeder and like talked to the breeder about getting on a wait list. But then we we kind of like that fizzled out. I think we both kind of realized without talking about it, like it wasn't the right time. Yeah. We were kind of like in between Fernie and Calgary still. And Oh, it's the same breeder where Malcolm I know. Yeah. I know. Okay. So... Then we were at the pet here in Fernie or the vet, the vet, we were at the vet getting something for Rue and the vet had texted you about a cat surgery. She had done. She'd done like a femoral amputation. Yeah. So she, for some reason texted you about it. Cause we're friends. And so when we get to the clinic, they were talking about it and I was like, Oh, well if she needs a home, I'll take her. I've been looking for a new cat. Yeah. And we met her and she was very nice, but she ended up, staying with one of the other vets wife. So mm-hmm. she already kind of had a home. Yeah, which is fine. I want her to be comfortable. That's the main thing. So at that point in time, my mind was set on a cat.
1: Oh, the decision was made. Yeah, there yeah. was I was
0: getting a cat and I have been perusing adoption agencies for months. Yeah. The problem with adopting cats is you don't know where they have come from. You don't know necessarily their personalities. But most of all, you don't know how they're going to do with other animals. Yeah. And most adoption agencies recommend probably to be the only animal in the house. And probably if any animal, not a dog. Yeah. Cats don't tend to do very well, like with dogs that are already in the house.
1: And we have a dog that is particularly fond of cats. Yeah. And
0: very energetic. Yeah. So that was also part of the reason we didn't get a kitten. Cause we're like, we can't leave Rue at home with a kitten.
1: I didn't want a kitten. Like kitten energy is just, it's like pure chaos. It's
0: outrageous. Yeah. It's expensive, too, because they like to destroy things. Hmm. I would argue that kitten energy is worse than puppy energy. Because
1: yes. kittens it, are also nocturnal. Yeah, kittens <laughs> do
0: their... They get into trouble when you're trying to sleep. Mm-hmm. Whereas at least puppies, after like the first week, they sleep during the night. So anyways, then my birthday was coming up, which I'm like, perfect excuse. You mean perfect? Yeah. What do you get someone that has everything? Mm-hmm. You get them another of their favorite thing you get them an animal it's so simple yeah so i basically was like meredith get me a cat the breeder that we had looked at getting a kitten from had retired breeding cats that were for sale and so you were connected with the breeder and found the one that of the cats that were retired and looking for new homes the one that would fit in our house the best from a personality standpoint yeah And so then last weekend, I went to go pick up Mel. I had to fly all the way to Ottawa for one night. Yep. And I brought her home with me just a couple days ago, and she's settling in. Yes. Very well, actually. In fact, she... uh, So Ivy usually sleeps in the bed with us in between our pillows. Mel has taken over the bed, and Mm -hmm. Ivy's not happy about it. Mm -hmm. So Mel was on the bed last night, and Ivy was growling.
1: At like 11 or 11.30, I just wake up to like Ivy wandering around the bedroom like... I mm-hmm. mean <laughs> it had to be like thirty minutes, maybe even longer than that. I
0: was like, Go away, and or like, Mel get in your spot really likes cuddling so much so that she needed to be cuddled at four fifty this morning.
1: I'm just glad that she understands which human to go wake up, yeah, at five in the so morning. we
0: got up early, yeah, and had some quality time together,, mm-hmm. but overall, very happy. she's orange, she's so cute, Ugh, I'm so happy. She's can't wait to get out. the next one, oh, okay. <laughs> But our other big news is that we are officially moved to Fernie.
1: We are, which honestly was only a matter of time. It was what I wanted all along. Not really, but we bought the place in Fernie last summer in July. And then just over the year, I think we're spending like more and more time here. So just like wasn't making a lot of sense to own a property in the city when we can work from anywhere. And we were working in Fernie. And so, yeah, we sold our Calgary house. We moved out. The tricky thing was this place was furnished already. So it's not like we're moving everything from Calgary into Fernie. We kind of moved some things and then sold some things. And then the rest had to go into storage. This was like the fifth time that we've moved ourselves, I think. And so I don't know if we went into it with like a high level of misplaced confidence that it would go smoothly or go quickly because we're so
0: good at it, which we are. We actually hired movers once. I think horrible. our second move, and it was awful, and we were like, we can do a way better job. This is, yeah. what are we paying for? Exactly. They're so slow, and they get paid by the hour. And then I was they like, damage stuff. Yeah, they didn't know how to move the gym equipment. It was not a good situation.
1: Yeah, so we moved ourselves. And I, I think we felt confident, too, because the amount of work like leading up to the actual move date, which was Saturday, like the load the stuff on the truck day, the amount of organizing and purging and like getting ready to do that, I felt really ready But that was a lot. Yeah, I know. That was a lot. It was. But because it was so much, did you not go into Saturday feeling? I did. We've done all the hard work. And I actually said that over and over on Friday to like clients and friends. I was like, the hard work is done. The hard work wasn't done.
0: Okay, well, it was to a degree. The necessary necessary work was done. And I will say, like, we had a lot of stuff, which is weird for us because like I don't tend to keep things, but I think just we work from home. So we had all of our like business stuff, like, you know, even just like old electronic equipment that have phased out with like doing videos like stands and lights and like little knickknacks that you pick up along the way. Like we had a lot of cords. Yeah. And you don't realize that you're keeping that just in case. And then you just, you don't actually use it. So you're throwing a lot out. You're wondering what's viable. Facebook marketplace was a job. You were doing that. And that was a lot. Yes. And I felt bad because I was like, okay, I'm going to sell these two office chairs. I'm going to do Facebook marketplace for two of the items. You're like, I'll help. Yeah. <sighs> and I was so out of it that I was so bad at checking Facebook marketplace to see if somebody had responded. When I finally got someone to come by one of them, they rang the doorbell at like six. I was home alone. I think you were out doing something. And I opened the door and I was like, hi, can I help you? I had like no idea what they were doing there. I almost didn't answer the door. I'm like, who is ringing my doorbell at 6 PM? Yeah. They're like, fine. I'll see what they want. I'm here for the chair. I was like, Oh yeah. And that chair that Ivy basically lived in that I hadn't de-haired yet. So I was like, Oh gosh, I had all the supplies to de-hair it. So I was like, Oh my gosh. Like, do you want the like, lint roller that i bought it's new that is so embarrassing yeah it was really embarrassing because i like to think of myself as like a cleanly person
1: (laughs) and they were probably just like what does the inside of that house look like which by the way it's like it looks very clean but that one chair that ivy had that was where she lived
0: yeah it was not a good situation and then also meredith has adhd and that was tough
1: that was tough well It was, and then it wasn't. Okay,
0: so we started out the Saturday before. So it was a seven-day period of time. Because we had to, like, work and stuff.
1: Can I just, can I talk for a minute? Yeah, okay. Just let me talk (laughs) for a minute. So my way of doing things is... the wrong way. I would say definitely non-linear. So, like, my process for organizing things to go in boxes or to purge or whatever like it probably doesn't make a lot of sense to look at because you're like she's forgotten this she's done 50 percent of the work again but really I'm just like instead of doing one thing all the way through I'm doing like three or four things kind of like just at different phases (laughs) of completion (laughs) it all tends to come together at sort of random times and so I think probably if I had to guess what it's like to work with me on like shared responsibility it's just a lot of like what is happening
0: like like doing a lot of the last 20 to 30 percent of every task but only because that's what it feels like
1: not you don't know that i'm gonna do it i just haven't
0: done it but it just complete the task and then move on
1: anyways so that's just to say like i am aware that it's challenging there was a process even though it's not the same as your process but I, i can also accept that that would be a very challenging process
0: to work with. Thank you. Okay. I appreciate that. Now you can go. Okay. Thankfully, Meredith has been going through, and we maybe we'll get into this on a different podcast, the process of getting diagnosed and then starting medication for ADHD. So it was lucky for me that the day after our argument that occurred on, what was it, Tuesday night? Sure. Yeah. That, you know, I was the hard ass. I was breathing down her back, whatever the phrase is. You know, I don't know phrases. Yeah. And then, you know, my accusations for you and the, you know, how it goes with couples. Just It becomes a lot of always, <laughs> never, you're fucking useless. Yeah. Things like that. And all said with love, of course. But anyways, thankfully, you had a doctor's appointment in the middle of our move week. Yes. Where you got medication. I did. And it worked. It, it worked. <laughs> she became a whole nother person.
1: Well, the first it, few was, days, crazy. it was like definitely like a hyper. There yeah. Was, like, you were a hyper. hyper hour.
0: And like, because of your tendencies and like my ability to kind of keep organized, I was definitely like the leader, like, You followed my lead. I was like, hey, today we're going to do this. And then we're going to do that. And then you're going to go do that. And I'm going to do this. I was coordinating. You were. When you started taking the medication, you started kind of taking over the coordinating.
1: (laughs) I remember that.
0: And that was difficult for me. Yeah. But I also didn't want to shut down your proactivity.
1: (laughs) You're like, something's (laughs) different with her.
0: Yes. Like you said a lot of things when we were moving furniture, we weren't on the same page anymore. It was like everything that's worked in the past (laughs) no longer worked. Cause yeah. it was a new person. And
1: also I was trying to go at like double the speed. And at one point I was like, you know what? Just hand me the couch. I'll do it. <laughs> like I felt like I could just do it. Yeah. I learned today actually on my follow-up appointment with my doctor that the first few days you're on that kind of medication, there's a definite hyperactivity component to it. And that's a transitional side effect with like dose changes or like initiation. And she was like, you don't want to chase that. Like a lot of people think when they stop feeling that effect that it's not working. She's like, it is working typically you're like the people you work with or your spouse will still notice positive improvements, mm-hmm. but you lose that initial feeling of like kind of being high in a way, which like definitely that was, yeah. I was like, I have taken meth. Yeah. That is what has happened. Yeah. I That's what it felt I like. agree
0: with that. Yeah.
1: <laughs> it was a lot. It was great. Cause you were uh, doing a lot. Look like, okay. And again, we'll talk about this maybe in greater detail on another podcast, but like, I noticed things about myself and even like when we were moving for example, I would typically with my ADHD, I procrastinate little things, big things. I leave things on the counter. But like, for example, if there's something sitting at the top of the steps that needs to come down the steps or up the steps, whatever, I usually walk by that and I don't grab it. And, like, I say it.
0: I say this a lot. Hey, can you grab that? Yeah. Hey, can you help me grab some of this stuff? Or like
1: when we're in a fight, it's like, how many times are you going to walk by that? <laughs>
0: yeah. Before I have to pick it Depends it up. what kind of mood I'm in. <laughs> yeah.
1: But I, I generally walk by stuff and I, I just leave it. I'm like, I'll do that later. I'll do that later. That's like my mantra. I'll just do that later. I was like walking down the hallway and we go down the stairs and there was like a basket or something sitting there and I stopped and I picked it up and I'm carrying it down the stairs and I was like, who am I? <laughs> like I noticed that. Just not something that I would intuitively do that I'm kind of just doing now.
0: Yeah. The other day there was a basket at the bottom of the stairs here yeah. in Fernie and it was gone. And you are like, no shit. I was shocked. Yeah. Because I, I almost upstairs. fell and hit my head and died. I put it. I put That's it how shocked I was. Yeah. My mouth was gaping open. Yes. Like, a, fly oh. <laughs> a fly flew in. A Fly flew in. But it's been quite the change. It turned from like in a day with medication. This is the picture I'm painting. I am running literally at full speed, like running up and down the stairs, carrying boxes, cleaning, doing all this stuff. And Meredith is sitting. She's found a backpack that she hasn't used in a year. And there are things in it. And so she's taken to cleaning out the backpack I'm just for take, forty-five minutes. Taking a walk down the at one point you had a small bottle of moisturizer, <laughs> and I saw you look at it, open it, and put some on your hands. Oh, you saw that? Yeah. No
1: way. Yeah. And oh my god. Meanwhile, gosh. I
0: had been up and down the stairs about twenty times, and uh, that's not an exaggeration.
1: I actually like.
0: I didn't know you. Saw that, that was that when happened. the fight began.
1: Yeah, you're like she just put
0: <laughs> moisturizer on her hand. Yeah. Yeah. So anyways, like I'm moving. Meredith is walking down memory lane. I was. I'll admit that. Anyways, we're good now. But that was. Yeah. So that got us to Saturday. And then on Saturday, Meredith was like, you should try one of these meds. Because it was like we had a lot to do on Saturday
1: with like packing. She was like, why don't
0: you just take one and see? And it might help. Like, yeah. And I was like, help with what? I'm very, very, like highly effective. I was like, no, but it'll give you like it'll give you like superpowers. I didn't notice a thing. Which is nothing changed in my world. It was like I had taken a placebo, a sugar pill.
1: That's crazy. Yeah. Because it was like the first, especially the first day, I was like, whoa. (laughs) That was essentially like, holy moly. Like, that's it. I can't believe you didn't feel it. But, also, we don't condone or recommend sharing your prescription medication. It was an
0: experiment. It was for science. Yeah. Because this is a scientific podcast. It is.
1: So with that said, I just, I don't know. I yeah, say.
0: I agree. Don't, don't share don't meds. Don't do that. But that is crazy. Yeah. To me. Because it has such a distinct impact. On yeah. Me. So anyway, Saturday comes. Some of our stuff's in the garage. Some of it's not. And we ordered a 20 foot truck. No,
1: Alex. No. What you ordered a 20 foot. truck? I asked you if this was going to be OK. And I said, I don't think so. I absolutely not. I advocated for the 20. OK, you truck. know what?
0: You complained so much about driving the last 26 foot truck to Fernie and how dangerous it was mm-hmm. that there was no way I was going to select that truck. Well,
1: again. like I can complain about it and it can still be necessary.
0: And it definitely was necessary. So I got the twenty foot truck, and you wouldn't think six feet makes a big difference. It makes
1: a huge difference, especially when you have like the additional vertical yeah. space.
0: the the twenty foot truck. When we returned the truck, it was parked next to a twenty six footer, yeah. and it looked comical. Was How was much like, smaller? I can't twenty. We use
1: that. Yeah. But we had this whole thing with this whole plan because some stuff was going to the condo in Fernie, and some stuff was going into storage. Well, like most stuff is going into storage. So we were gonna pack the truck in like a specific way, so that we could like drop some stuff off at the condo, and then we would have tons of time. So we would just like you know pop over to the storage unit and we unload had plans it there. to go for dinner. Yeah, we were gonna like go at out a for restaurant. We we're gonna go get sushi, <laughs> and so we had done a, a pretty good job packing in the heavy furniture, which you want to pack that in first, anyways, because like it just makes the truck more stable. So we'd done that, and then I don't know if it was like. of the way through or 70%. I want to say it
0: was around 50. I was like, I think both of us in our minds were kind of like, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. Like you started like getting a little worried and then like, as you put more stuff in, I think I was like, you know what? I was looking at the amount of stuff we had to put in the truck and how much was it still in the car, in the house. And I was like, Looking at the truck and I'm like, I don't see how this is going to work. We're going to have to leave some stuff behind. I mean, we
1: had to abandon the packing strategy at like 50 percent and it just became things have to go in and like the very specific way that they have to go in so that we can actually get everything or most things in the truck, which we did do. And then like some things went in the back of the pickup truck, but loading the truck probably
0: took. Five hours. Double the amount of time I thought it was going to. Took five hours. Mm -hmm. I got up early to run. You had worked out because, of course, we thought we had time for that. We started packing at like nine and I was like, we should be out of here for lunch. Yeah. We didn't leave till after two. Yeah. We didn't leave the city till after three. Exactly. Because we stopped at Tim Hortons (laughs) for lunch. And you, you
1: think Wendy's is bad for dinner. That story's coming up. But yeah, Tim Hortons for lunch for like an egg bagel. And then we get to Fernie and... Essentially The drive up was
0: great. I had no idea what was coming.
1: No completely ignorant. I was like, I'm excited for sushi. There were some omens. There were some omens. I had to pee (laughs) really bad. You're on highway like twenty two and it's very remote, but there's not very very many places you can pull over a moving truck. And so I found this one turn off that I don't know where it went, but it was a road. So I turned off and there was a convenient little like gravel patch. I pulled into that and I go around to the other side of the truck and I'm like peeing and I'm like, okay, that's done. And like, I don't know. It's just what you do. And I went to stand up and I didn't realize I had crouched underneath the mirror of the truck. <laughs> so I, I stood up and just like destroyed my scalp, like my head on the mirror. Like, I mean, think about like full speed. You're standing up from a pee. So you're pulling your pants up. So you're trying to do it quickly in case someone's driving. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, I get it. I'm you're not like leisurely standing up. You're like, oh. Like that. That's the stand up speed. So full speed stand up acceleration. Like if, if
0: there wasn't the mirror, you would have levitated a little, little bit. That was the power behind yeah. that.
1: Because you always, you do that and then you squeeze your butt really quick, so yeah. You get your pants up. So it's like stand, squeeze, pull. That's it. And it's a fast movement. Yeah. And I did that into the mirror.
0: <laughs> I was like dizzy for the a second.
1: Wor- <laughs> the worst part about that is like you were alone. I know. So I was like, mother. <laughs>
0: fucker and you want to be mad at somebody but yeah. you can't because you at did least it. share it share that experience so someone can be like oh my gosh are you okay, are you okay?
1: should i drive the van probably <laughs> your head is bleeding <laughs> was there blood i think there was like definitely a bump <laughs> and then before that at tim hortons i had like gotten out to come get my food from you and i like hopped out of the van or the truck and i closed the door <laughs> full speed into my knee like close right on my knee i don't even know how you do that but, like, it's a like a moving truck. So it's this big, jagged door that, like, I guess is knee height. So, again, I was like, <laughs> what the fuck? God. So, before we got to Fernie, I had slammed my knee. I had bashed my head. And then we pull up to the storage unit, which was... It was starting to get dark. And it's these little narrow little driveways. And so, I'm, like, navigating this 20-foot truck through, find it. And when I got there, I had to pee again. And so... We started by, like, there was no, we're just going to unload what we need. Like, we had to unload the entire okay, truck.
0: Okay, what happened, though, when we unloaded, we had to put garbage <laughs> in the truck. Oh, because we had run out of garbage bins. Yeah. We had run out of garbage bins facing <laughs> So, space in we Calgary. basically stuffed garbage. And, like, if you've moved that garbage, like, you don't know what's in it. In this garbage bag there were these glasses that we had purchased from like Canadian Tire. Super cheap. They were like four bucks for four glasses. The glass was so thin that like you touch it and it shattered. I think we had like four of eight left. So we were like, we got to throw these things out. So
1: what do we do? We put them in a big black trash bag and then we plop that big black trash bag on top of a dresser (laughs) that was in the back of the truck.
0: Like it was like, we're literally like squishing it in.
1: Yeah. And so I'm imagining that as I'm driving and you know, the whole truck is just... (laughs) Jostle and jostle, jostle, jostle for like three hours. The garbage was
0: fine. It happened when we opened the thing and you moved something. Oh, no, I picked up the garbage
1: bag to put it on the side because I needed to get the dresser out. And I pick it up and I guess the glass had just sort of like surgically cut through the garbage bag over three hours. So I pick it up. And the glass is just looks like glass everywhere right on the ramp. And so it's just like glass shattered everywhere. So So I, I
0: I, thankfully I hadn't had all these incidents happen to me yet. You weren't the one driving the truck. Yeah. So I had to be the one that was like, it's going to be okay. I think I said that about 10 times. And my meds were wearing off (laughs) at that point. (laughs) You were coming down. Yeah, I was. But anyways, we had to like clean up that and then get started. We basically then had to unpack a truck that we were rowing things into yeah. Like we were, and this isn't even a joke. Like we took a lamp. It was also like what's broken. Yeah. <laughs> everything had a scratch on it. Yeah. And every couch we had was white. Yeah. Did we get couch covers? No. No, we did not. But we got pads to put on the ground at least. The blankets. Yeah.
1: Which you were originally like, we don't need those. And I'm no. like, Alex,
0: we need those. Yeah. So like, I don't know.
1: Yeah. So we unpacked and kind of Tetrised everything into the storage unit. And then of course, like, am I really gotta go pee? And I like with mountain biking. And being outdoors, I think you just get really good at like peeing outside and like doing the squat pee. So I'm, I would consider myself like an advanced outdoor peer. I won't say professional. I don't know what you have to do to be a professional, but a very man. Advanced. you have to be a man. That's true. You have to stand, or you get one of those things. I think they make them for women. It's like a cup. Yeah. And then it's like a little spout. It's what you
0: use to put oil in your car. I don't think that's true. That's a funnel. Anyways, a funnel is that
1: I know, but it would have to be shaped kind of like your privates. Yeah, yeah not so like, like a, a giant round thing. Yeah, that wouldn't work as well. Anyways, so I like wander off and this is like in a public area, but it's dark. So it's fine. I just like looked right at the camera while I did it, too. But I like squat down to pee. And what do I do? I fill my shoe with pee after like two years of not having a shoe incident. How
0: did that happen? Did the stream get redirected to your leg? And then I like, don't
1: know. And I didn't even feel it happening until I like stood up and started awful. walking. And I that's like, awful. Damn it. Damn it again. So then like the reloading and everything and like the last little bit, I was just like my shoe is squishy because I got pee Was in there it. that much? It was a lot. Yeah. I mean, it, I, I
0: wasn't the whole amount. But, like, more than a little. I guess, like, if you think about, even if you're wearing socks and you step on water, yeah. a little is impactful. So, it probably wasn't that much. It just felt like a lot. And it's warm. And, like, you know okay, it is. Okay, that's gross. It was bad. All right. What was the funniest thing that we discovered while purging slash packing?
1: Well, I discovered that our sex stories were kind of just sitting out when the, like, realtor was showing the house.
0: That was before, though. Meredith, you know my mom listens to this podcast. So? <laughs> Do adults, to adults Does your dad listen not... to this podcast? I don't know. I don't think so. If he did, would you have said that? I'm sure he's seen a sex toy before. Okay. It's not like we have a bunch of sex toys. We no. have like a couple. Small collection. Yeah, a, a very, very tasteful. Small. It's not like we leave them out. It's in a Lulu bag that's like tied up. Yeah,
1: I tied it up after the showings. I mean, I don't think that anyone would have gone in there, but like they could have, they could have gone in there.
0: So anyways, I guess that's funny. <laughs> okay. That's not really what I was asking about. I was going to say finding like in the dresser in the back room, I had talked some things that I just don't use anymore. Like sex toys? No, those were out in the open. Okay. <laughs> Although they are still considered things that we don't use anymore. <clears throat> <laughs> so are you so embarrassed right now? Yeah. I am. uh, I don't even know what I'm talking about.
1: (laughs) Struggling to rally from this a little
0: bit. I discovered... The old like real bras that I used to wear.
1: Oh, like to
0: work. Yeah, the
1: kinds where like when you wear them, there you was like, even, like a
0: push up one. Fill them up. Yeah, mm-hmm. like your t shirt kind of kinda tucks into the top of them. Yeah, and sometimes I have your. And like horn. my body shape's so weird. I know it's like too wide. For, so like, the bras, like, so then anytime I like kind of squished my arms together, the bra would like be off my body. I know. Yeah, just they never fit me.
1: No, and did you ever get like the top of one would like punch in sometimes? (laughs) Yeah, like oh no, that's not me. That's not me.
0: That's the bra. Every time I wore like a real bra, even when I was like (laughs) working in an office, I would come out and you were just tickled. Yeah, it looked so bizarre. It did. It was like you don't have a uni boob. You have two boobs. It's like little little
1: hills. But they're also not you.
0: Yeah, and I know that. (laughs) I know that that's mostly fabric. So finding those was fun. (laughs) It was kind of like, what do I do with these? Do you donate them? I guess so. What did you do with them? I think we donated Mm. them. Bras are expensive, too. Yeah, it is good, especially when they're basically completely. I'll tell you one thing, and we'll get into this, but for somebody like me, who like, I don't know, especially like in my 20s, even my late 20s, like discovering who I am, which is not a straight woman, getting a bra, a proper bra fitting. (sighs) Forced by my mother, yeah, is one of the most uncomfortable experiences of my life.
1: Must have just been like very invalidating.
0: It wasn't like they're in there like helping you, and I'm just like, why does it
1: matter? Why do I need to wear one of these? Period. You know, it just didn't feel right. I felt
0: wrong. I was just it was it was shameful.
1: Yeah, I know what that
0: feels like. Yeah. You're like, this isn't me. So I didn't even like looking at those bras because it was like PTSD. I know. Of like like, the former self that it wasn't even me. It was like- (sighs) Me, like, trying to be who I thought I should be. I yeah. don't even know. I
1: love how we both met each other and started dating at the tail end of that part of our lives.
0: <laughs> you know, it wasn't, like, like... we still own them. We mm-hmm. wore them, like, when we needed to look mm-hmm. fancy. We both
1: had long hair, and we wore, like, cute little dresses and tank tops sometimes when we were, like, going out to dinner. And we're like, mm-hmm, this isn't
0: me. I don't know who I am, actually. Yeah. But this isn't it. Yeah. yeah. So you just feel awkward. Yeah. Yeah. So that was kind of one thing that... I found. I found a bunch of panties, I guess. Yeah. I found an unbelievable number of like Lululemon thongs. It's because you used to wear thongs with everything, including Lululemon workout clothes, which like everyone knows you shouldn't need to wear underwear with those. Well,
1: I don't know because I went on a run recently and I should have because it was chafe city. But
0: anyway, if you get a pair of pants with the threading. Yeah. In the wrong place. Holy moly. It can get ugly down there like a murder scene. Yeah.
1: Anyways, no, I found a bunch of those. And I think sometimes I would like go visit my sister and then I would like come home with some of hers, but like, I and- just don't
0: think more <laughs> fabric is the answer.
1: No, it's the right fabric in the right place. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't wear underwear at all
0: anymore. Yeah. Really ever. So
1: anyways, yeah. Like dozens of pairs of underwear. It's like, I had no idea. Yeah.
0: While I was running up and down the stairs, moving things. She was like, wow, wow. I have a lot of panties. <laughs> Yeah. Well, I'm like, what do I do? Never folded anything starts folding thongs. (laughs) These are hard. (laughs) It's like origami. I also like that, like when we were going through our old clothes, which I have kept almost all of my work clothes, even though I haven't worked in an office for over five years. It was like my security blanket. Like I could be a lawyer if I wanted to. That's fine. I have the clothes. That's fine. I could easily go back. But I think we're at the point now where I'm like, no, I'm not going back. And even if you did, you would want different clothes. Agreed. But I just couldn't. And I remember when I first started working, again, my mom took me to a department store to find nice work clothes. Yes. And at that point, I hadn't started working, so I didn't really have any money. Mm-hmm. And she's like, you'll need these nice clothes. Like, you'll wear them for many years. You get, like, the basics. Mm-hmm. She always used the word the basics. The very absurdly expensive Some basics. of them were expensive. I know. And I they were. I did wear them a lot that one year. Yeah but it was hard for me to throw those away, but I did, or donated them. But finding some of like the old dresses that we used to wear, we would just look at each other being like, what were we thinking? Like in my head, I'm like, do you think I'll ever wear this? Like there's a possibility I might (laughs) go back to dresses. Yeah. And you were like, Alex, what's wrong with you? No, donate that. Exactly.
1: I don't know, I did the same thing though. I'm like holding up this like blue tight dress that I, it's quite nice and I'm like, but
0: what? I'm like, no, 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 no. What cocktail party might I be invited to where I'm gonna need to wear this and pose as a straight woman? (laughs)
1: Right, (laughs) right. Yeah, I mean, for me it would feel more like Halloween to put that on it.
0: Will one of my gay friends need a date to pass as a straight man for his work Christmas party? It's like, what if I need to cosplay straight?
1: (laughs) That's why you keep that. Yeah. I I don't see myself doing
0: that. So yeah, that was hard for us. I think we had still some of that stuff, even though we've only been in that house for three years, we've always sized up.
1: Oh, each move.
0: It's been a size up. Yeah. So we haven't really like needed to really size down (laughs) and get rid of stuff. It was like, we didn't know. And again, we were in that transitionary Mm -hmm. phase of our lives. It was like, keep everything. We'll just keep it. We might go back.
1: And I might go back to being pseudo sort of, you know,
0: straight appearing. Yeah. (laughs) Speaking of Nordstrom or like any department store. Yeah. It's become clear to me like why I felt so awkward. Okay. And why I still do because they are really straight. Nordstrom oh, like, is so straight. Do you mean
1: like gendered?
0: No, I mean like straight. Yeah,
1: you're right. I like, I
0: can't go in there as a gay woman. Mm-mm. Where do I There's shop? There's nothing like, for me there. I
1: can't shop in women's and like I'm not the type to shop in the men's. So like maybe boys? Yeah. Section I don't know Between. I can't even describe it. Yeah, you get that feeling though when you go in there, you're just like, nah, this is not a place for it's me. It's
0: not, mm-hmm. and there's always people like looking at you. Mm-hmm. Is that just me?
1: They're like wondering
0: like, what you're doing.
1: You're like, I'm shopping here. Like I have money. Okay,
0: I'm not trying to shoplift. In Nordstroms now they have like an athleisure, mm-hmm. so I usually like gravitate towards it or like the shoe area. <laughs> I feel more comfortable. <laughs> you're like
1: yeah, high end sneakers. <laughs> You're like, you know, Viori. I'm here for Viori. Yeah. yeah.
0: That's where I have to be in that store
1: to feel like, okay. But even the athleisure, some of the stuff, it's like, no, this is not the type of (laughs)
0: athlesian. Do I feel more awkward in a department store or in like Sephora? I remember once I went to Sephora with a black eye and I was like, I'm just going to go in here. I'm just going to own it.
1: I do need something to cover this (laughs) up. Yeah. I actually go to Sephora a lot. I know I order online mostly, but. I get a lot of hair products from Sephora, so I just go in. I feel like if I go into Sephora, they're like, what are you doing here? They're like, I'm here for my Bumble and Bumble sea salt spray. (laughs) Clearly. Do you think hair just looks as perfectly crunchy all the time? (laughs) No, it doesn't. I need sea salt spray.
0: When I run my hands through my hair, I want the dried sea salt spray to come out like it looks like I have very bad dandruff. If
1: there's like a stream of sunlight... And I touch my hair. I want people to run away. Yeah,
0: which is what putting salt in your hair. Yeah, it
1: does flake off quite badly,
0: but it does hold well mm-hmm. without it like getting too greasy from like gel.
1: You want hold, but not heavy. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're talking to like the expert of hair products. Yeah, I know you have yeah. a lot
0: of hair products.
1: Sometimes because of my hair and the way that it is, it's like quite curly and wavy. I find sometimes like like ethnic hair products like for black people actually work really well. There's this line by Living Proof. And so I got this one that was sort of like it was in the you might like portion of my Instacart because I buy this like curl product. So I bought it. it It's called Pattern. And it's literally described as like lotion for your hair. And I was like, oh, that sounds lovely. And so I get it out and I use it. And I was like, oh, no, this is literally like they should have just stopped at lotion. Oh,
0: my gosh. It was
1: it made my hair so heavy and so oily that I don't think my hair actually dried. You just had like, to get back in the shower. Yeah, and then the water just like beat off of it. It was super weird. So anyways, I think anyone with curly hair probably can attest to the amount of like curly hair fails that you have along the way. And you're like, ah, I just wasted like
0: 40 bucks on that hair product that I'll never use again. With short hair, you just have like failed haircuts. Like that's like a hundred bucks because I go to a nice fancy place because I and just you do just and like, I always have. And that's where I go now. But yeah. You can't I've, just wash it. Yeah. You cut your hair short, and there's a period of time where, like, you need to find that right hairdresser, yeah. number one, and then you need to get them to do it the right way. And then once you have it, it's okay. It took me a good almost year, I think. You're At one, one point, I did have a buzz cut. Your and one I was like,
1: haircut, like, I think it was the second one you got. Yeah. You were like, I just, I want to go a little longer between haircuts. I, I don't also know. didn't
0: realize when you cut your hair short, you have to go every five weeks almost. Yes. And you walked out, and I was just like, ugh. That was like, I don't really identify with the word dyke, but I feel like if there was any of a time, yes. it was that. I was
1: like, mm. It was
0: very masculine, which is nothing wrong with that. It just wasn't me.
1: It's not. It wasn't
0: me. You. It wasn't me. It just and didn't it look good on my face. It's not what
1: I, I was like, you're sleeping in the guest room for the next <laughs> month
0: until that situation grows up. Yeah, out. you made, we, I think we got into an argument because so I was really upset with how you treated me after that. What, were you? Yeah. I didn't know that. I don't remember. We got into a whole argument about how I didn't like my hair too long. Then it got in my face when I was working out. You don't remember? Oh,
1: I do. Yeah. Yeah, And then you were like, "Why don't you just love me?" And I'm like, "I do love you. I just hate that haircut." Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, if you didn't have hair, I would still. It was just. It was
0: very masculine, and it wasn't the look I was going for. Mm -hmm. And And I think you knew that,
1: and you were angry about it. And you know what?
0: Took it out on me. You know what? We had a photo shoot a week later. Oh my god. I don't think we ever used those photos. no, no. Poor no. Lindsay. She spent like three hours with us getting those photos done and we never used them because oh, my hair looks so awful. I cannot do it. I mean, I love you, but like that's not it. It wasn't me. It wasn't as not me as long hair, mm-hmm. but it definitely wasn't me. But I do one day want to shave my head. I think that would work.
1: There's sort gonna a- be a
0: like a buzz cut phase in there.
1: Yeah, but it grows out. You don't grow it out into like a fade. Like, my ex-husband had the haircut you had, and I was just like, this is extremely triggering to look at. Oh, was that it? It was okay. part of it, yeah. Gotcha. Anyway.
0: Yeah, so that was that was a real problem for yeah. me. Yeah, so anyways, that's just a word of warning, if you ever cut your hair. It's just like, there's a transitionary phase.
1: And when your hairdresser says, are you sure? What they really mean is, you shouldn't do that to your hair.
0: You should stop. Should it was stop. one of these. Okay. She was done. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I feel like I'm going to be back here next week. Yeah. And so I said, can you take a little more off? And she said, are you sure? And Mm -hmm. I said, yes. And then it seemed like a little in her mind was a lot. Well, like so I'm blaming her. So she ended up taking a lot.
1: She told you in hairdresser language to go home. And that was, are you sure?
0: Yeah. And you didn't listen. So it's still your fault. (laughs) I know. Anyway, it's grown out now and it's fine. And I feel like I have my haircut now, but that's, that's okay. Yeah. Speaking of, have we peaked? Well, what is peaking? You know when people say, like, I peaked in high school. Oh, like, like- are we peaking right now in this moment? Not in this moment, this year, this month. Like, are we where we're at? Are we at the best we're going to be? I'm going to tell you what I think.
1: Okay. I'm like, I'm thinking about this.
0: I feel like I've peaked, even though- You feel like you've peaked or you're peaking- I'm peaking. I mean, like, there's going to be a long, many years of me being peaked. Okay. That's my plan. So you're at
1: the beginning of your peak. Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. And it's like, there's a subjective to peakness. It's not like you look the best you're ever going to look. Yeah. It's not even about how you're perceived by others. Yeah. It's like, I am who I am now. I've peaked. I am who I am. I think. Although when I'm 45, I might look back and be like, you didn't know anything.
1: Well, I think that's the beauty of life and of aging is you don't know what's coming. I think what you feel is probably what I feel, which is like, like finally feeling in a very like authentic place in your life. Like and I don't
0: do anything for anyone else. No. From like the, my appearance standpoint. Yeah. And
1: even the, the things that you say yes to are like, you don't say yes to things to appease anyone else. The way that, you know, where we live now and what we're doing for work, like it all feels very, I guess, authentic and like synergistic And so it feels like that's a really good like from from that place, you can be your best self, do your best work, like full expression. I think that is what I feel.
0: Because I think I said to you the other day, I'm like, I feel like you are who you are now. Like, I feel like you've peaked. Thank you. Like, you've changed a lot. But I feel like you're finally like, who is Meredith? You are. Uh-huh. You are Meredith now. Yeah. Whereas like for a long time, I just I don't think you were Meredith yet.
1: No, no. I was there, but it was also like there was just like a bit of a shell, like I was kind of masking, I think, in a lot of ways what I thought I wanted, what I thought other people would like to see from me, which I think is normal. I think that's normal in your 20s. I think that's just like a normal part of your life where you're trying to figure out who you are. And then, you know, maybe in your 30s, you get to live as that person. Maybe it's in your 40s. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think there's a, a formula for peaking, but I think we've done a good job and I feel like I've done a good job of making certain decisions to like get myself to this place. And now like, I'm just going to peak for the
0: rest of my life. Exactly. This is exactly what I'm gonna I I'm going to live in a peaked state. But I think about myself and I'm like, I've peaked, but then I like, I look down <laughs> and I'm wearing half the time. I don't wear a bra at home specifically. Yeah. I wear clothes that are at least One size too big for me.
1: You are doing the oversized thing. Yeah. Mm -hmm.
0: Every article of clothing except for my sports bras are one size too big. And my running tights and pants. Everything else, I could size down and be comfortable still. Yeah. Like, I don't have any real, like, nice clothes. Yeah. I don't really dress up. But uh, that's me, you know? Yeah. I'm okay with that. But Like, I don't want to look homeless. No. But I'm like- Like,
1: all the time anyways.
0: Yeah. But I'm like, you know- (laughs)
1: It is going to be a problem because I would say that my standards for daily dress are maybe like slightly higher than yours. Yeah, I would agree with that. Like I I tend to get dressed for the workday, even if we're going to stay inside. (laughs) Whereas you will wander around in your like morning sweats in your like tank top with your side boob hanging out the entire day. And then I have to
0: take Rue out and there's another person with their dog and Rue runs after them. And now I'm running around with an extremely large tank top and no bra.
1: Literally like. Like you And I'm like the, bending
0: over trying to catch my dog. Oh hundred percent like
1: there's teat exposure. Hundred oh, yeah. <laughs> percent. Like, well, you've seen one, so and these are not impressive. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah. But also, like, with that said, my daily dress standard slightly higher. I don't own really what I would consider to be like super nice formal clothes. And we have a few weddings next year that I'm already doing outfit planning because I'm
0: not outfit planning. I'm just nervous. I'm so like scared i'm frozen but
1: we also have
0: wonderful role
1: models now in brandy carlisle and katherine carlisle i know because i'm like we'll just the do one downside do. is
0: they wear very expensive clothing because they
1: get it loaned
0: yeah which like i
1: just have to figure out how to get very high-end designer sort of like custom tailored gay suits loaned to me to wear for wedding so if you know anyone listener who does that kind of thing and would like some
0: exposure and we are k-list celebrities we are like we, we like to call ourselves k-list that. celebrities so happy to be an ambassador i for don't it. i have no idea what my style is for fancy i have no idea like i'm like could i wear a suit maybe but i'm also like not really built for a suit it's gotta know? be like
1: you're you're built for like baggy yeah very, like i'm, I'm like- too
0: like broad and, like, rectangular to, like, wear a suit and, like, still be somewhat feminine. Can I wear, bear with me here, can I wear to one of these summer weddings what Marcus Mumford was wearing at the gorge? Well, you're going to have to describe that. It was, like, dark gray with, like, a bluish hue. Like yeah, a, kind of a slate. A slate, that's mm-hmm. the word I was looking for. Like, dress shirt. It was, it like, was a collarless
1: dress shirt, but baggy. also one size too big. And then he was wearing- Long sleeve. Long sleeve. And then with matching pants, same color, same material, also baggy.
0: I don't even know what he had on for shoes. Do you remember? He may have not had shoes on. Yeah, he may have been barefoot.
1: Yeah, I think he or like some little like slides. But
0: I was like, can I wear
1: that? I was thinking like, is that my style? Sure. You wear whatever you want. I mean, the whole thing about I'm too broad to be feminine, but like you're not that's not you anyways. So you don't want to put yourself in that box. I don't
0: think my style is wearing like a traditional male suit.
1: Yeah, it sucks that that's like the option. And like, unless you're rich.
0: Yeah. Like, I guess I could wear like how Brandy has sometimes like a shirt that kind of like is open, mm-hmm. not necessarily like a full collar. Yeah. And then has like a tie that's like thin. She does like it's a like, short, style. It's like it's a style. short
1: collar with like a bolo yeah. tie. And then sometimes she does the big tuxedo yeah. lapels
0: and the colors. Yeah. But I think that works,
1: but also like it's very expensive. So, you know, the options. And also, do
0: you want to show up to a wedding in Fernie wearing like one tuxedo jacket? Yeah. Yeah,
1: exactly. I don't
0: know if that's me either. Mm. I want to feel comfortable. Like, I don't want to stand out, but I want to look good. Yeah. So I'm like, I don't know. I feel like at some point, like there's like, do I wear a hat? If you
1: want to wear a hat, you have to do what you want to do and like what's going to make you feel comfortable. And like, but I don't know what
0: that is. That's the problem. I know. So I'll just have to try some stuff. Yeah. Don't worry.
1: I got you. Okay. We'll go Tom Ford. Okay. (laughs) Don't know what that is. Just don't look at the credit card.
0: (laughs) Oh, gosh. Okay. (laughs) So, yeah, that's kind of like it. I mean, I guess like I did have one last question. Okay. And it's kind of along those lines. But, okay, I'm going to preface this with this. And this isn't bragging. Just I used to get like asked out slash hit on a lot. Oh yeah. Or like mm-hmm. a lot of my guy friends would like me. During your hair days. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. university and stuff. The masking straight. So, like, line. who doesn't like that? You know? I but mean- like then they would like want to like date me. And I was like, okay.
1: Yeah. This isn't <laughs>
0: where I'm going here. This is not what I want. I like the attention, but like I don't want anything to like become of it. Mm-hmm. You know.
1: You realize that they didn't really just want to go to the farmer's market on Saturday. A hundred percent.
0: Yeah. So that has stopped completely.
1: Well, you are in a public relationship. I know.
0: So I'm wondering, is that it? Probably. Let's just say that's it. But my question is, do you think I could ever be mistaken as straight? Or um, am I like definitely like people look at me like, yeah, she's gay.
1: Yeah, I think that we're again. I I wanna resist the urge to like label people immediately. I know it's like a human thing. I feel like the generation behind us, like the younger generation, would be like, you just don't think about that stuff. Yeah, I know, but we're not that generation. We're millennials and we're just
0: like the worst.
1: Yeah. So like you would set my gator off. I don't I
0: wouldn't look at you and be like, oh uh." like she's wearing a black rubber ring.
1: Yeah. She has no bra on. She's doing the oversized thing. She has short hair. I don't know that it's, like, mistaked, like, straight, but I think most people would... Assume. Yeah. They would make that assumption and not the other
0: one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So,
1: is the answer to that question, no, I don't think that you will be... People think you're straight?
0: I guess so. Yeah. I think when you start getting mistaken as a male... Misgendered. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then... Yeah, maybe your chances of getting hit on... By that gender that you're mistaken for is probably slim, going downhill quickly. Yeah, which is like I don't need that in my life. I'm just it's conversation.
1: You don't need male validation as a female member of a patriarchal society, even though you are attracted to the female sex. I don't. I
0: actually don't. Do you? you? You
1: don't ever feel like, I don't know. I, I don't know. Are how I you s- that accusing question. me that I do? No, I'm just, I'm asking. Okay. A, that was a I don't. That's good. I That's, don't think. I don't know. I would have to think about that and put myself into some situations and see how I feel. You're
0: really going deep with this question. I'm sorry. We can go back to being shallow, I guess. Are you accusing me of being shallow now? <laughs> you can take that comment and go with it where you want. Okay. Maybe in this conversation, I haven't discovered who I am yet. I'm still working at it.
1: Look, I think we should all be working at that for our entire lives. You can accept that your life could have been different if you had maybe been a little more self-realized earlier, except that you weren't and it wasn't different. And that may have caused some challenges while still living the best life that you can right now, while also leaning into continued evolution as a human being. Staying curious. That's what we're here to do. Is that okay? I know that was like kind of deep still. It was
0: deep. But I brought it back back to being basic. Good. Anyway, so what was your next question? That's it. That's it. Do you have any questions for me? No, no, I don't. Okay, then I guess we'll wrap it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you seem mad. Are you mad? I feel like that didn't end. The I don't you know. Wanted. I feel like you brought in some stuff to this podcast that I'm like, they're going to have to edit this out or they're going to leave it in and I'm going to hate this podcast.
1: Oh, no, I, I think that you are who you are. If you get hit on by men, that's fine. Don't hit on the back. That's all I would ask. Also, if you get hit on by women, don't hit on them back. Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Are you more likely to get hit on by a man or get misgendered? Oh,
0: misgendered. That's just going based on like the numbers. Most recent experience. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Although since my hair has grown out from the buzz cut, it's happened a lot less. You still give off big like they them vibes.
1: Yeah, I would say I do. Yeah. Which sometimes I toy with that because I, like, really hate, like, the female over-identification and, like, gendering. Yeah. But I don't think I'm necessarily, like, non-binary. I've thought of that. I'm on the, like, non-binary side of she, her, for sure. Yeah. It's like, don't, I am she, her. Do not put me in a box. It's
0: not even about the pronouns. It's just kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. I almost want to just, like, maybe it's like I want to be part of the push that's like, who cares? What we are. That's true. You know what I mean? Yeah. Can't we like, I want to shop in the men's section and not feel weird. I want to shop in the men's section and then shop in the women's section. So like, maybe I want to be on the forefront of that.
1: And then I want to go shop in the like boys section without getting accused of like grooming, you know,
0: things like this. We were buying men's or boys underwear for Rue for her. It was like heat
1: boys underwear and maxi pads. Yeah. It's like,
0: don't ask. (laughs) Just don't
1: ask. It's not a great time at our house right now. Don't ask. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway.
0: Interesting. I didn't know that about you.
1: Well, any day you learn something new is a good day.
0: So it would be easy for someone to say them. I wouldn't bother me at all. Because it would work. Because we're like often thought of together. I know. So and it it's would not be like even plural and singular. Necessarily grammatically incorrect.
1: Nor is it would it be insulting to me.
0: Try it on. Feel okay. free. If
1: you see me in public, go with it. Let's do it. See how it works. Okay. Anyways. Wow, weird one. Thank you for listening. Holy moly, Alex, sign off.
0: Thank you for listening. If you got this far, we're gonna start the actual podcast now. Today we're do- no. I'm just
1: <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine? They're probably just like, get off of my radio. Go do No something. one's listening
0: anymore at this point. You know They're all. They've all left. Yeah. So if you miss that joke, if
1: you are troll emoji, send it. The little like troll no. guy. You got it. We're bringing it back. All right. Thank you so much. Like, subscribe, share. Seriously, if you made it this far. You got to find something better (laughs) to do, but we appreciate it and we hope you have the best day.